Quincy Ameriquois here, and you're now listening to PS Clips, where we bring you the best highlights and moments from the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. You can subscribe to listen to more clips, this full episode, and all our other Perfect Soccer Radio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. On the board, it said you cannot say the N-word, but that's what it was just written. The N-word. That's what it said. So it's like literally the N and then word. You can't say that. But all the other words were written up on the board. During preseason, you always end up having to have um, uh, almost like orientation every single year, you know, where HR department and, and the heads of the league, they come down and they give you guys presentations and they let you know, hey, these are the rules this year. This is what's being passed down. This is what we want players to be aware of. These are the things that you need to know that you can and can't do. And uh, in one of those in one of those presentations, I forgot the guy's name, but he was up there and he was talking about the language that you cannot use in uh, in-game or on-field or in the locker room or outside. Basically, if you use any of this type of vulgar language and you're caught using this language, um, you will be reprimanded, disciplined, fined, and XYZ. And what I found always, what I find most interesting all the time is uh, when when uh, these types of presentations are happening, they 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 go on the board and they clearly lay out all the words you cannot say. And you guys know the typical uh, homophobic slurs, uh, just everything, uh, uh, race-based slurs. Like they're all written out, they're all put up on the board, and they're all they're all there so you visibly can see what you can and can't say. But what I've always tended to notice, especially in this league, and probably majority of leagues, is always the sensitivity on the on the race subject side of stuff. And on the board, um, on the board, it said you cannot say the N word, but that's what it was just written the N word. That's what it said. So it's like literally. The N and then word. You can't say that. But all the other words were written up on the board. And, you know, I have a bit of twisted humor, as I think most of my friends would say. I find very, I, I find irony and sarcasm extremely funny and stupid. And I have a dark sense of humor at most times. And this is my first time in interaction with the team at all in general. And I don't mind kind of setting the tone early in terms of like, Hey, this is who I am. I'm always I'm always genuine to who I am and you're either going to like it or you're going to hate it. And, you know, it is what it is. I think for the most part uh, approaching it that way uh establishes establishes an environment where people make up their mind about me quickly, whether they they think I'm smart or clever, they understand that I'm being sarcastic or funny, or they think I'm a complete idiot. And this is why it's, I like this story so much is because is it's really funny uh, to me. Uh, and uh, I think the guy who was pre- uh, presenting happened to be white and, and he was getting very nervous when he was getting, when he was going through the words that you can't say and then got to the N word and then had said the N word and then completed the rest of the words that you can't say. And uh, I had raised my hand And mind you, I wouldn't recommend that this is what you do in terms of your first time showing up in a team or organization or something like that, uh, unless you kind of want to just make stuff difficult on yourself for no reason. Um, And I get to the point that there's a reason why I do this, but uh, 
you know, <laughs> it's not particularly, if, you're, if your goal is to make it as easy as possible on yourself, this is not what you do. But I had raised my hand, obviously this is my first time being um, with the team, the organization, most of the guys don't even know me at all. Most if any of the guys don't know me. Um, I haven't had a conversation with anyone really as of, as of at this point in time, and I had kind of raised my hand, and the guy had called me and said, yeah, Quincy, what, uh, what is it? And I had, and I'd looked up, and I had pointed, and I said, hey, yeah, no, I, I see, I understand all these words, but, uh, but what's the N-word? I said, but what's, yeah, but what's that word? He said, which one? Oh, that one right there, the N-word. What's the N-word? And he just, <laughs> he got very nervous very quickly, right? And uh, he was on the hot seat for a little bit because he was just kind of, like, looking at me, like, uh, you know, like, uh, and I let him squirm for a little bit there, and I just thought it was funny because I think it's funny. Uh, and then, uh, and then let, then let him know, hey man, I'm just messing with you, no problem. But, uh, and Earl's joined in on the live here, so Earl, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buzz you in here in just a minute when I uh, complete this. I'm, I'm letting them know, kind of like from my, I'm glad that you just dropped in because I want you to share from your perspective this story, how you saw it, and how that kind of played out for yourself. But, um, yeah, it. I thought that was funny, and I went about my business, you know, pre, the rest of preseason, uh, uh, did my work, you know, became a union rep for the organization, did all those kinds of things, worked with guys over the course of several months, and uh, didn't really think much of it other than just that moment. I thought it was funny and moved on. Um, as uh, we'll discuss, and I'm going to ask Earl here, uh, kind of his experience, his thoughts, his perspective, and why what he took away from that. Um, I, I didn't realize and learn until Earl and I had spoke at a later time that um, uh, Earl completely wrote me off and did not speak to me for the first three to four months of my time at the organization. And it was because of that joke in that moment at that time. And uh, since then, we've developed a, a very good relationship. And, uh, you know, because of that, I believe our relationship is much stronger. Um, but... I just, it'll be great to get his perspective and understanding on this, especially, especially as it pertains to the MSL mindset, the mentality, and the way that we're, uh, we're attacking problems, uh, taking responsibility for what it is that we want to achieve and, and kind of putting forth a plan that we can, that we can actively adjust and learn from our mistakes over time. So, um, most would say that that joke is a mistake in the short term, but like I had expressed, I do things like that because I'm thinking more long-term, long-term winner's mindset. Um, I believe uh, those are the ways in which we can prove what our character actually is and what we stand for rather than people just taking one snippet or one moment or one piece of one action and defining who you are based on that. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. 
That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode. 